Hey, Rainbow Village, Cicely Majid here, CEO, National Director, and Pageant Coach of Rainbow Universe Pageants and Youth Services. And this is my inner beauty tip for November. My gosh, the months go by so fast. <laughs> November 16th, 2023. And I want to talk to you, you 13 through 24, about how squashing things can make you a really beautiful person. And so what do I mean by squashing? Everybody pretty much knows what that's about. You know, you have a argument with somebody or, you know, you're in cahoots and you don't want to talk to the person anymore. They do something stupid and you, you said something dumb and, you know, you're just mad at each other. Well, that's if you let it go and you say, hey, let's just squash this, which is what the phrase people usually use. Then, you know, it's it's kind of you're hoping that it's squashed and it's over. It's like, you know, squashing a, a tomato. You know, it's, you can't eat the tomato anymore. So you just got to think of it as your argument with somebody, your disagreement or your problem or issue or challenge with somebody is that tomato. And if you put that tomato in front of you and you say, man, this tomato is holding all this stuff that, you know, I did to this person, all that stuff that, that person did to me. And then you put it on the ground, you say, I don't want to feel this anymore. I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to be hurt anymore. I'm tired of it. I love this person or I care about this person. And I just want to squash it so that we can move forward with our relationship and we can just be friends and you know respect each other. And uh, every relationship has a squash somewhere, you know. Um, we disagree. We're, we're not the, the same person and, you know, our personalities clash sometimes, you know, men and women don't think alike and, you know, you got teenagers who are um, got a lot of stuff going on in their brain so they're not, you know, consciously aware of their actions sometimes. And um, then you've got, you know, people who just are hating on themselves. And so if you hate yourself, you're pretty much going to hate on everybody else. That's kind of how it works. Uh, so that somewhere, someplace, there's a squash in, in your relationship or in your life. Uh, so you've got a tomato that you're holding. So I want you guys, I'm just going to have you visualize this. Pretend that you have a tomato. Close your eyes and hold that tomato in your hand. Visualize that tomato. Tomatoes are red and they have juice. They're juicy inside. They have seeds inside. Imagine a juicy tomato in your hand and all the juice inside, all the seeds are all those things that you might be holding against somebody or somebody might be holding against you or something that you did to hurt someone or even hurt yourself. Maybe you hurt yourself. Um, and uh, just imagine, you know, that tomato being gone because eventually tomatoes can't, you know, they're going to rot, right? You can't keep the tomato. So if you use that mentality, that mindset, thinking about the stuff that you're dealing with with other people, then you can think about, well, gee, if I hold on to this, eventually it's going to rot, you know, and then that kind of means you're holding on to poison. It's going to rot inside of you and you're going to feel sick and, you know, icky and you might avoid the person and you don't want that. So you, you have this tomato in your hand, throw the tomato on the floor, on the ground, not on, you know, and on a carpet. Please don't do that. <laughs> I am not coming to clean your carpets. <laughs> um, put the tomato on the ground. And um, take something, you know, a hammer or whatever, your foot, a shoe, if you want to, and squash it. You can even write down the stuff that you have against somebody or something that somebody did to you. And this is a great forgiveness, um, uh, forgiveness um, activity or uh, something that you, a ritual, you know, that you could do when you have issues with people. And, uh, you know, some people have tons of issues with people, so you can spot some lots of tomatoes. <laughs> Get yourself a bag of tomatoes. <laughs> um, so put that tomato on the ground and squash it. 
And when you squash it, let your mind think that this is not a good thing to hold on to. Let it go, this tomato was squashed, all this stuff that was inside of the tomato is oozing out. I gotta clean this up. You know, and that's kind of where the cleanup comes from, where the forgiveness comes from and the acceptance comes, comes from, the radical acceptance especially, is the fact that you've got this smushed, squashed tomato on the floor and you don't want to leave that there because you can have bugs coming around and stuff. You don't want that, <laughs> um, you know, and that happens, you know, in life, metaphorically. So um, you pick up that tomato, you clean it and you feel better that you squashed it. And um, this is a great way to not... Uh, attack people physically or verbally because uh, that's kind of usually how we respond. When somebody hurts us, we want to attack them right away. You know, we got some words for you. I got some words. <laughs> you know, the temper starts firing, the, the smoke comes out of your ears, and you're ready to just, you know, wail out, wail at them. And um, you're ready to let them have it. And that hurts. That's painful. And that's just usually, that's the natural res human response to pain and anger and hurt feelings. So we don't want to do that. So I encourage you to please get your tomatoes <laughs> ready when, and think about, write down some, some people you got some beef with, you know, and think about, you know, why you have that beef with them. Now, if you don't want to reunite with them, different story, um, go ahead and squash it yourself, but forgive so that you're not like, you know, I'm going to, every time I see somebody who looks like that person, I'm going to hurt them. You know, you don't want to do that. So if you don't want to reunite with that person and be their friend anymore, find a way to squash it alone. And you can do that. Anybody can do that. Um, so, so let me finish up with, um, or let me get started with what I want to tell you guys. So no matter what beef you have with someone, what grudges or resentments you hold in your heart, no matter who you hurt or who hurt you, the sooner you squash it, the better you feel, the less likely, likely you will develop mental illness, huge, and the more likely you have the possibility of mending the broken relationship and your inner beauty peeks out and says, hello. <laughs> So you want to squash it. So here's some things that need to be squashed. It's just typical stuff that happens in everyday life. Everybody's, you know, family relationships, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. Boss, um, name calling or talking to some, talking down to somebody. Um, this is very, very common. This, we just, we don't think when we want, you know, when we're hurt. Um, physical harm. Um, and it's really not easy to squash something like that, but you know, that's something that happens. Broken promises. People make promises to you. They say they're going to do this, they're going to do that, they're going to take you here. And then they break the promise and you're just like, you know what, forget it. <laughs> I don't want to talk to you anymore. Um, lying and being found out. That's, that's tough. You know, you lie about something and you're hoping that nobody finds out that you're lying. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you guys a secret that I found out when I was studying psychology. For the most part, people know when you're lying. Um, so it's pointless to pretend and to, you know, have this mentality that, you know, I, I can, I'm the best liar in the world. Nobody is a, is a good liar because something's going on in your, in your, the mechanism of your body, in your, um, your brain, your emotions, something's happening when you make up a lie and people usually know. Now, if they pretend that you're telling the truth, then chances are they're probably in a delusional state of mind and they want it to be true. But lying hurts, so, and if you're found out, you know what, it's, you might lose that person in your life. Um, theft, stealing stuff from people is not cool, something you need to squash if you happen to do that, and that usually means giving it back, that's, you know, it's just, I don't know, that's something you need to do. <laughs> just squash it, give it back. Um, bullying, we don't want to bully people, you know, this has been going on in the, you know, there's all these bullying campaigns all over the globe. 
with kids in school bullying each other. It started years ago, even though bullying is, you know, since the beginning of time, probably. Um, and, uh, you know, schools have these campaigns where they're teaching kids how to stand up for themselves and, you know, don't be a bully. And uh, so you don't want to be that person who just, you know, somebody's bullying you at home and you go to school and you hurt somebody because you've been hurt. We don't want to repeat the abuse. So bullying is not cool, but you can squash it. Um, next, disregarding or dismissing feelings. This is huge. This happens in a lots and lots and lots of relationships, all relationships. <laughs> um, we dismiss people's feelings because we're hurt. And that means, you know, it's all about us and we're thinking about ourselves and um, we're hurt and we don't want, you know, the person to, you know, feel like, hey, I, I just let all of that go and I don't, um, you know, I don't, I don't want to, I, I don't, I don't want to talk to you anymore. You know, you're, you're just pissed off and, and you forget that they have feelings too, that, that there's another side to the story. And so you need to be aware of that and be open to listening to their side as well, because it's not all about you. It's never all about us. Um, so we have to remember not to dismiss other people's feelings. And sometimes people do not know how to express their feelings. They just, you know, they don't know what to do. It's completely void of feelings and it's hard. So there are ways that you can um, combat that. And I'll talk about that in a minute. Um, next, family foibles, sibling rivalries. You know, you're pissed off at your dad for, you know, something. Your mom's angry, your sister, your brother, something happened and you're, you know, you're fighting over it. You know, you gotta find a way to squash that. Um, friendship hiccups, you know, we have friends and sometimes we don't get along with our friends. Sometimes you say some stupid stuff <laughs> to the people that you care about, that you hang out with and, you know, boom, all of a sudden you're not talking anymore or hanging out. Um, work behaviors, if you have a job, it's important to um, remember that your behavior is huge. Your boss is watching you all the time. Even if they're not there, they're watching you. You know, somebody's paying attention to how you treat your coworkers and how you treat the whole, the business as, as a whole. So, you know, if you've got some type of beef with your work partners or your coworkers or your boss, you find a way to squash it or you may not go back to that job tomorrow. Um, Next one, forgetting special occasions and birthdays. This one's huge too. We, you know, sometimes we forget, sometimes we're so busy, we don't know what to do about not having any money to get a card <laughs> or a present. And so you say nothing. And uh, that means that relationship's probably just gonna go sour because you're just afraid that you look bad or you might not go to the birthday party because you don't have a gift and you don't wanna be embarrassed, you know, something like that. And then your friends hurt and they're like, man, she didn't care about me. She didn't even show up at the, party she didn't even send me an e-card you know um, you don't know so you have to find out these things um, next spousal or significant other disappointments this is gonna happen <laughs> it's gonna happen no matter how much in love you are with somebody how well you get along how less you fight or argue um, how what the attraction is between you two fireworks soulmates whatever you're going to have some disappointments in that relationship. Things are not gonna be perfect. They're not gonna, some, some days are gonna be harder than others. Um, and you have to, if you wanna stay with that person, you have to figure out a way to um, squash those issues. Uh, misunderstandings, we have this with anybody, you know, you walk into a, a bank and you, you know, you're talking to the, the bank teller and uh, you know, the, they may have said something or they may have, you know, given you something that you didn't ask for or you wrote something down and it was wrong and they made a mistake. You know, things happen in the grocery store, wherever you are, there's gonna be some misunderstandings. And we have to be able to um, squash those misunderstandings because people make mistakes all the time. Um, jealous actions, this one is huge as well. I talk about jealousy all the time because we have an epidemic in the world, people. 
Um, you know, you see something you want or something somebody has and you're like, damn, I wish that was mine. I'm gonna take it, you know, or you do something stupid to try to get it or hurt the person because they have it. You might not necessarily try to take it, but you might hurt the person. So, you know, if you have, you're acting out of jealousy. You've been, you're consumed with jealousy. So you got that, you know, satanic character coming out because uh, that's what happened with Lucifer in heaven turned to Satan because jealous of God. Um, so we have to figure out how to squash the jealousies. Um, tattletelling, people who always have to say something when something goes wrong, when they see something happening that shouldn't be happening, they have to go and tell somebody. That might hurt your feelings too. So you have to find a way to squash that. Um, ignoring others or disrespect. Not a good idea to ignore people. Um, it's hard. Sometimes we ghost people and we don't mean to. Sometimes we, we um, don't want to talk to somebody because we're scared. You know, we have a fear of something or maybe we feel like we're out of that person's league or that person's out of our league or maybe we don't think that they're going to listen to us and so you ignore them and that's you know that's disrespect we don't want to do that but there's a way you can squash that uh, money mishaps you borrow money loan money um, you lose money you spend too much money you know you don't have enough money and you don't have a savings account or you have too much money and you don't you know give you're not a giving person you know those those things you know people might want to look at you look down on you and wonder what what is your problem you know and you got to figure out a way to squash that um, next, attitude problems. People with attitudes <laughs> coming in and they're just fussing at somebody and everybody, they're nasty and they just got a ugh, ugly mean look on their face and they don't want to help you today. They hang up on you and, you know, attitude problems, you, you get offended. You don't want people to, to mistreat you and, you know, disregard you and, you know, say, hey, you know what, you're not important to me and I'm, I'm on a, a attitude trip. When I worked at Bank of America, I think I told this story as well. <laughs> when I worked at Bank of America as a customer service rep years ago, um, my boss, my supervisor, awesome guy, I loved him, um, really, really sweet person, he taught us, he said, when you come into work every day, you got your backpack on. You leave your home or wherever you are to come to work and you've got all your issues, all that beef with somebody, you know, or with yourself, something bad happened, your grandmother just died, you know, your car was stolen. You got all that in your backpack. And so we carry those um, invisible backpacks on our back every single day. Stuff that happened in the past, something somebody did flipped you off on the freeway, you're carrying it on your back. And so my supervisor said, when you get to the door of this job, you take your backpack off and you put it down in front of that door. So when you walk through that door, you can be the best customer service representative that you can possibly be. And I took that to heart and I was, pretty, I was a pretty good customer service rep. <laughs> um, I got rave reviews, so, um, and a lot of people did because he taught us, you know, it, that's important. You don't wanna give people your stuff. That's, that's not their stuff. It has nothing to do with them. It's none of their business. You don't have a right to pour out your heart on these strangers that are calling you, trying to figure out what's going on with their checking account, you know? So you take the backpack off wherever you go in the grocery store, in CVS, in the, you know, the, um, the bank in person, um, phone calls, wherever you go, meeting with people, going to work, wherever you go, take that backpack off and be mindful about it. And remember, this is your place of work. You're, um, you know, you're helping people. You're here to help and to give and to make sure that they're getting what they want and what they need. So that means you can't throw your stuff on them. You can't be pissed off when you answer the phone like, welcome to the Bank of America. What do you want? You know, you, you don't want to say that because first of all, they listen to your conversations. <laughs> you might get fired. Um, so you never know. So you got to squash those attitude problems. Um, 
And the next, mishandling personal belongings. So you gotta be respectful of people's stuff. We don't wanna just, you know, pick up somebody's cell phone and throw it across the room because we're pissed off or we're jealous that they have a better cell phone than us. Um, you don't wanna, you know, pick up the cell phone and go through if they don't have a code on their, their phone and check out their messages and see who they're talking to and, you know, all that jazz. That, that's rude, you know, that's disrespectful. You know, be careful with people's personal belongings because mishandling it can really cause a lot of beef between you. And you don't want that if you care about the person. And then lastly, I have on here is excessive nosiness, which I was just talking about, you know, hold back. If you, you're, people are curious. We're all curious by nature, but some people are just a little too curious. <laughs> they want to know everything about you, you know, like tell me this and tell me that. I need to know this. And you go to the bathroom, I'm picking up your purse. <laughs> I'm taking your wallet. I need to know what's going on. What kind of credit cards you have, where you're going this weekend, who you're talking to, where your best friends are. Who are you with right now? <laughs> <laughs> they want to know and that's just too much you know it's too much information people have to be able to keep something to themselves so respect people's um, privacy you don't want to be too nosy because you may lose that friend because you're just all up in their business and that's not cool um, so you have to find a way to squash that now here are a list of things that are hard to squash um, and uh, these are huge but they can be squashed through forgiveness. So let me tell you, um, a sexual assault. So if somebody rapes you or sexually assaults you or abuses you, um, if you have the capacity in your heart and you feel like you do to forgive, and we all do, we come from God, God forgives everything, um, that's really hard to forgive, uh, hard to squash. Physical abuse or punishment is hard to squash. Um, somebody slanders your name, you know, and talking about you online or talking about you in, in your workplace or at school and they're lying and making up stories. Um, that's hard to forgive. That's hard to squash. I, I watch a lot of Lifetime movies where, you know, some couple has somebody who wants to get in the middle of that couple and break them up and steal the guy or steal the girl. And so they get a decoy or they get somebody to pretend, you know, to, to drug the person because they went to the bar, they went to a party, drug them, get them upstairs, they pass out, take your clothes off and take some photos so it makes it look like, look like that you guys did some stuff, you know. And it's pretty sad because usually the other party actually believes it. They, they get a photo in the mail or, you know, a text on their cell phone and they're like, oh my God, you son of a bee, you're cheating on me. And if you just look at the photo, you know, wait a minute, your eyes are closed. This is fake. <laughs> what I always say is like come on people he's a really lady why are you mad at your man you know he loves you come on this is fake um, <laughs> so you know stuff like that that's that's slander you know um, that's hard to, to squash um, that's your reputation and the next theft of valuable belongings so I talked about theft earlier but if you have something valuable seriously valuable you know your grandmother's ring that she gave you when you were 10 and somebody steals it and you're just like, wow, why did you do that? I hate you. You know, that was my grandmother. She was my bestie for 10 years since I was born. You know, that's hard to squash. Um, cheating is extremely hard to squash. We, we don't want to cheat on each other. Let's not do that. <laughs> um, but it happens all the time. Um, people get bored. People get, you know, depressed or they're emotional. They don't know how to talk to their partner. So they go to work and they talk to somebody else or they're hanging out with the wrong people and somebody gets in their face or gets in their bed and they have a hard time saying no and they treat and they cheat. Um, so 
it's really hard to forgive something like that. I mean, you have to, those are things you have to really take into account when you're in a relationship with somebody. What if this person cheats on me? What am I gonna do? How am I gonna handle that? You know, can I squash it or am I just gonna be like, forget you, you know? Um, and then betrayal or treachery, this is huge. And you betray somebody's trust. You may never wanna see that person again. You know, like, why did you do that to me? Why did you stab me in the back? That's not cool. I told the story last week of um, a woman who, um, two women that were best friends all their lives and one friend one of the friends was um single and she was a little you know racy with her dressing and you know hung out with a lot of men and her other friend was happily married and she stole of her husband and they you know they had they did their sex thing and he cheated and she was just so devastated because this is her friend for like 20 something years you know why why would you do something like that you know that, that stuff hurts um so that's betrayal treachery um, blasting secrets, things that you don't want people to know and somebody tells everybody or they blast it somewhere here and there. Now it's different if you're protecting yourself and you're defending your honor and um, it was really offensive and somebody might want to hurt you because of they, they saw something. Um, that's a different story. If you have to say something about something important, I say go for it if, you know, if, it, if it helps you and, you and it keeps you safe. But for the most part, we don't want to blast other people's secrets. That's really hard to squash. Um, stalking is hard to squash. I've been stalked before um, several times because sometimes people, um, they take my personality as, you know, Cicely's my best friend forever. You know, I got to hang out with her all the time. And because I have a, a, a sweet spirit, I've been told that, and um, I have a loving personality. And sometimes people take that wrong and they want to get a little too close. And so, you know, if you have that happen in your life, just, you know, be careful how you um, present yourself when you're around people so they don't think that you're there to sit on their lap all the time. Um, you got to be careful. And some people just see somebody and they're just like, man, I, I want to get next to that person. And they follow them around and, you know, they end up in your home and you get raped or, you know, something crazy happens, beat up or whatever. That's hard to squash. Um, murder, you know, so you kill somebody or somebody kills somebody that you love. That's really hard to squash. Um, using people, somebody uses you and uses you and uses you because they don't know what to do. They have, um, they have all these um, hangups and they have this trauma from their past and so they don't know what else to do except find somebody to punch. And so they use all these people and you know, when it's over, you, you're hurt because you're like, man, this person made these promises and they said this and they said that and now they don't want anything to do with me. And uh, um, that's painful. It's really hard to squash something like that. So you might act out and try to get revenge. Um, and then lastly, I have lack of love. So if, you know, you grew up in a home or you are in a relationship and, you know, the person doesn't know how to love you or the person doesn't want to love you or, you know, sometimes people don't know how to love. They don't know what to do, what to say. And um, that means they're probably not ready for a serious relationship and they need to kind of take a step back and, and figure out what's going on. Because all relationships should have a center of love in them. Very, very important. If you don't, then you're probably going to just, you know, either cheat, walk away from the person or try to hurt them because you're not getting the love that you believe that you deserve. So um, if you experience that, it might be difficult to squash. Um, so how do we squash? How do we squash things? I just, you know, gave you a scenario with a tomato. Um, first of all, we need to get over ourselves um, because we think too much about our feelings and, and we're, we're hurt. You hurt me. You said this. You did this to me. You, 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 you. If you know anything about communication, powerful, effective communication, um, you know that the words I feel are very powerful. 
So if you need to have a conversation with somebody and you need to squash something or you want them to squash something or you guys need to squash something together, make sure that you start out with I feel. Um, and that's not selfish. I, I know that sounds a little confusing, but um, that's letting the person know that, you know, you did this. You're not pointing the finger at them. You're not saying you did that and you hurt me and you went over here. And you said this and I hate you for this. And yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, instead you're saying, I feel hurt. I feel disappointed. I, I, I feel, you know, betrayed because of what you said, because of what you did. It hurt me a lot. And then that kind of takes the blame off of that person and they kind of think about, oh, wow, okay. So yeah, I, I, I really did not mean that. I was feeling, you know, and then you got a conversation flowing because you started it off with I feel instead of pointing the finger saying you did this and you, 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 you. When you do that, you build up a wall when you point the finger and you say you, 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 and you're, you know, full of yourself and full of your feelings and oh my God, this person hurt me and I just want to hate on you forever. I don't want anything to do with you. I don't want to talk to you. You shouldn't have said this and I'm right, I'm right, I'm right. That's not how you develop effective relationships and that's not how they grow or blossom so if you're looking for that and then this is not for people who don't care people who just you know run them off and hook up and hang out with people whenever however whenever and they cut them loose that's this is not I'm not talking to you I'm talking to people who really truly want to have an effective decent fulfilling meaningful relationship with somebody that they see is important to them valuable um, this person is you know I cherished them, I want to treasure them. I'm thinking about that song from Bruno Mars, Treasure. That's a huge song um, about, you know, thinking about treasuring people, whomever you're involved with. If you really want to be with that person, treasure them, cherish them, and um, make sure that you get over yourself. You know, don't build up a wall because if you build up a wall, then how are they going to get through that wall? They can't get past it. They can't get to your heart and try to figure out what's going on with you if you ignore them or you don't say anything. They don't know what to do. You know, so all they can do is walk away, you know, and let you go. And if you get upset about that, then you have to, you know, take a step back and, and think about what you caused to make them walk away. You, you've got this wall up and you know you got the wall up. And so you can't expect people to stand in front of a wall and talk to you. You know, if, if you're in front of a wall and you're talking to a wall, you look crazy, right? <laughs> So, you know, nothing's happening. The wall's not going to talk to you. So you have to, um, if you are a person who, you know, is all about me, 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 and you hurt me, and I'm holding a grudge, and I've got all this resentment, you're swallowing poison, and you're killing that possibility of that relationship blossoming. And a lot of that comes from fear, fear of being found out, fear of, you know, acknowledging that you made a mistake. And listen, we all make mistakes. Nobody is perfect on this planet, nobody. We all make mistakes. We all say something stupid to somebody at some point. We hurt somebody. We make a mistake with, you know, um, a child we take to the park and, you know, they fail and we're supposed to be watching, we're looking at our cell phone and, you know, staring at your, your social media and the kid fell because you're not paying attention, you made a mistake, parents don't want to talk to you anymore, you can't take care of my kid, you know? Stuff like that happens, you know? Big stuff, little stuff, whatever it may be, we all at some point make a mistake and there are always two sides to a story. You are not always right. Um, so you have to get over yourself. And so here are some things that you can do to squash some um, issues that you have in your life. Um, uh, first, cleanse yourself and then pray for absolution. Pray that God, you know, releases this, you know, releases this pain that the person's feeling that they caused um, or that you caused in their heart. 
And you don't have to go to a priest for this. You can, you know, when I say cleanse yourself, there are so many different ways of cleansing yourself. You know, take a shower, an actual physical shower, take a chakra shower because our chakras can be blocked at some point, sometimes. And that means something's, something's keeping us from doing, from releasing energy that we need to release. Um, there are other ways you can clean yourself. Wash your face, you know, wash your hands, um, write a letter and say, I just want to absolve myself of this mess that I caused. And, you know, if you want to mail the letter or send it or email it, do it. If you feel like, you know, you're, you're, it's safe to do it. And then pray for, you know, forgiveness. Pray that the person understands where you're coming from and that they understand that, you know, you really want to squash this issue between you two. And the only way you can see each other and spend time together is if you do that. And so you have to go through that little process. Everything is process processing in the world. Everything we do, there is a process. There's a process to get to work, process to make eggs. You know, you got to mix them up. There's a process of getting dressed, taking a shower, going to sleep, brushing our teeth. There's always a process. And if we can do all those things and we really want somebody to be in our life, you know, you have to think about that process of cleansing yourself and praying and hoping that they forgive you at some point. Um, next, prepare a plan to apologize. Very important. Um, people are afraid to apologize. I've wrote, I've wrote a blog more than one, I believe, about this before. Uh, and it's usually adults. Adults have this mentality that um, I'm an adult now. I can do whatever I want. I don't have to say sorry to you. You know, um, I don't care. You know, I, 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 and they're insecure. And a lot of that stems from um, stuff that they're holding on to from the past. A lot of that stems from getting older. You know, age can make us very, very insecure. And, you know, a lot of that stems from jealousy as well. You might be jealous of your best friend who just got her hair done and it's beautiful. And, you know, you say something stupid to her and then she doesn't want to talk to you anymore. And, you know, where's the apology? <laughs> you know, you didn't need to say anything stupid. You, need, you probably should have given her a compliment. Um, but prepare your plan to apologize. You know, if you wing it, and you feel good about it, you know, go ahead and do it. But I encourage you, if you if you fail to plan, then you plan to fail. So I encourage you to plan out your apology. You know, buy some flowers, you know, plan a dinner, um, a picnic, a cinema song, uh, mixed um, music, you know, on Spotify, whatever. Um, I love mixtapes. I used to use those um, back in the day. Um, you could do something like that. I think they still have stuff like that too. Um, and just let them know, you know, all these apology songs and, um, you know, plan it out and make it effective, make it meaningful so they know that you really, really mean what you're saying, that you really truly want them to know that you're sorry for what um, you did. Um, and then next, ask for help if this is hard. If you feel like you don't know how to apologize to somebody, ask a friend that's a true friend, because if you ask the wrong person, they're not gonna let you do it. They're gonna keep you from you know, going to that person and apologizing. So find somebody who is true blue and they truly care about you and they want you to um, be happy with the person you're trying to apologize. Ask God for help as well. It's the best person to ask for anything because um, you will probably get an answer. Um, next, use empathy and change your shoes. So that's basically what empathy is, putting somebody else's shoes on, you know, putting yourself in their place. Think about what they're going through. You, know, you keep talking about how did you, how could you do something like that to me? Why did you say this? And what did you do that for? And oh my God, I hate you so much. I'm going to kill this person. I'm going to beat him up. I'm going to do something mean right now, you know. But if you kind of are mindful about what they did, and think that there's a reason for why they did it, 
you can have empathy towards them. And that's different from compassion. Compassion is, you know, sympathy, you know, I, I feel, I'm sorry for you, I'm sorry that that happened. But empathy is like, my God, I know what you're feeling, you know, maybe you've been through the same thing, I understand, I get it, I feel you. You know, when you say that to people, and you mean it, then they're like, oh, okay, whew, man, I thought we were never going to see each other again, you know, you, you have to have some empathy in your relationships, um, and change your, change your shoes, put their shoes on for a minute, and, and try to figure out what they're going through, and ask them, you know, what did you experience when I did this, you know, what, what was going through your head, what happened in your heart, I need to know, so I don't do it again, <laughs> you know, that's important. Um, and then next, combine your apology with a sweet gesture or act, I kind of just, you know, uh, said something about that, do something sweet for them, buy them some flowers, um, and make sure it, me it means something. Now, I'm not talking about abusive people out there who abuse people and, you know, are, are cruel, and then they say, well, I better go out and get some flowers and, you know, squash this thing. That never works. The person knows what you're all about. Um, you don't need to abuse people and then buy them flowers. I, it's really, <laughs> I mean, especially if you keep doing it over and over and over again. That's an abusive person. That person has issues, and you should probably steer clear of them. Um, but something sweet, you know, get some, their favorite candy, um, their favorite food, take them somewhere nice that they like, and then, you know, say, I have an apology for you. Um, the next one, make sure you get it and you verbalize what you think happened. Now, this one is huge to me because I love watching Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil is just like an awesome psychologist to me. Um, he's like gets down to the nitty gritty of everything. And he's like, you need to get that this happened and then what you did. So when he has couples on there and they're in cahoots and they're fighting and they want to get divorced or somebody cheated, he'll look at them and he'll say, I'm just going to tell it to you straight out. And I'm like, oh, I love you, Dr. Phil. You, people need to hear that. You know, you don't want to, you know, be walk on eggshells around people when you really know the real deal. This man is just, he just lets you have it. Um, and he says to, and it's usually the males <laughs> because unfortunately males do not process their emotions like females. So they're more likely to do something to hurt you if they're angry or hurt or by something you said or did um, than a female is. So usually Dr. Phil will be like, you need to know, <laughs> I mean, she needs to know that you get it, that you got what hurt her, you understand her feelings, you understand that she cried about this for three months straight, you understand that she does not understand why you did what you did. You need to get it, husband. You need to get it, wife or friend or, or bestie or mom, dad, sister, brother. You need to get it. And so if we take the time to really get what the person's going through um, and we verbalize what we think happened, better, the better it will be um, when it's time to squash it and you'll, you'll be able to squash it. Um, next, be honest. So don't make up stuff and, you know, pretend like, well, you know what, I was um, in China and, <laughs> and you're over across the street with, you know, your girlfriend's, your, um, your girlfriend's um, bestie or something like that. You know, you don't, you don't need to make up lies. You know, let's, let's just be honest about who we are, what we did, our deeds, our dealings, whatever. Um, be straight with people. And if they don't believe you in the beginning, shame on them. <laughs> you know, we teach people how to treat us. That's another thing that Dr. Phil used to say all the time. We teach people how to treat us. And that is by our actions. That is by how, you know, we allow people to walk all over us or we allow somebody to get in our face or mistreat us or abuse us. Then they're gonna say, hey, that's how you want me to be treated. That's how I'm gonna treat you. Um, so we teach them by um, what we allow and by not having boundaries or having boundaries. So, so be honest um, about that. 
And then next, don't wait too long to apologize. Don't go three, five, 10, seven, or 20 years and not say anything. Now, I'm not saying don't take a chance to apologize to this person later on in life. Go for it if you feel like you're ready to do that. But if you want them close to you now, if you want to see them tomorrow, if you want to talk to them, if you want to go to the movies with them Friday night, you know, if you want to um, hang out at that baseball game, you want to go see a Clippers game, you know, get that apology out as soon as possible. Otherwise, the person will think you don't care. And then you probably lost a friend. So don't wait too long. Um, next, don't have strings. Don't say, hey, you know what? Listen, I'm going to say I'm sorry. However, you can't talk about this ever again. You can't say anything about it. You can't bring it up. You can't tell anybody about it. You can't go to therapy. You just better look at me like I'm perfect. Those are strings. And you don't need to to give people strings when you apologize because then it's insincere and that means you don't care about their feelings you don't really care your apology is false so um, you don't need to give people strings you know you have to be my friend if I apologize to you you have to be in my life you have to you know come to my party they don't have to do anything you know they don't even have to forgive you apologies are um, uh, they are scary because the person may not want to listen to it. They might not want to hear it. And you have to be able to be strong enough to take that risk. So um, don't give people strings when you apologize to them. Um, and next, give people time to heal and forgive. This one's huge. Sometimes people think, well, I apologize to you. And why are you upset right now? And why are you looking at me like that? You don't want to hang out with me? You want to, you want to take a break? Really? What? You know? And... Uh, that's because it takes time to heal from broken hearts and from pain, things that people said about you or to you or did to you or didn't do for you. You know, that hurts. And our hearts are fragile. So we have to remember that people um, are, are, you know, they're fragile in their, in their thinking, fragile in their feelings, fragile in their actions. And they may not understand that, you know, you need the apology, you need the forgiveness right now. You don't need the forgiveness right now if they're not able to give that to you. Um, some people can do it right away and some people cannot. And you have to be ready for that. You have to be prepared for that. So if somebody says, please give me some time to heal, please give me some time to, you know, take a step back and try to figure out what really happened here. And let me think about this, please. You know, I might need a week, a weekend. Um, please give me that time so that I can and I can deal with this. It might take even take a month, you know. Take things slow and give them the time to heal and forgive you because forgiveness also has a process, like grief. There's a process of steps through grief. So there is a process of steps through forgiveness and we have to be mindful of that and give people that opportunity to, um, to forgive and heal. Um, and the next, elevate your mind and be mindful of how you come off to other people. Very huge. We have to be able to think before we speak, before we act. We have to be mindful of our personalities, of you know our, our hang-ups, our issues, our setbacks, our challenges personally, because we can take those things out on other people. And I, that's why I did the astrology thing, because the zodiac is huge. We are, for the most part, you know, the, our zodiac sign. And um, when you understand yourself, you're more mindful towards other people and you're less likely to just, you know, blow off the handle and just you know, fly by the seat of your pants and just be whoever. Hey, this is who I am. You know, I don't like it when people say that because that's not who you are. You know, you can do better. You can always do better. So elevate your mind and be mindful of how you come off to other people. 
And then next, it's usually a choice. So um, the things that we do to people, we have to remember in order to squash something, um, you, you have to choose. You can't, it's really hard for anybody to believe that you're gonna, you know, I, I don't know how to squash this. I don't, I don't know how to forgive you. I don't know how to apologize. I don't know what to do. I don't wanna talk to you. It's hard to hear that because that is so not true. Anybody is capable of apologizing. Um, and I'm not talking about people who are severely mentally ill. They probably don't understand that. But, um, you know, people that are mentally retarded and they can't communicate at all, that's different. But we know that an apology is powerful because when you get one, you feel good about it. So if somebody apologizes to you and you feel good, that means if you apologize to them, they're going to probably feel good, you know, hopefully. <laughs> so um, it's a choice if you want to squash something. Nobody's holding you back. You don't let people tell you what to do. You don't let people control your emotions and your actions. If you want to say something to somebody, say it, do it. Make it your business to do it because you are your own person. Nobody has the right to tell you not to do that. And um, you are choosing to, to squash it or not to squash it. And then um, next, mentally ill people make more mistakes. So if you have mental illness, I encourage you to get some help, go to some therapy, take some meds, do some at-home care, self-love for yourself, build up your self-esteem, build up your self-worth and your confidence so that you feel um, better about yourself. And then you're more aware of how relationships are you know, usually supposed to go. You know, we have to get along here. We, we live in the same house or you know, we, we're gonna see each other in class tomorrow. You know, you're, um, we're on the same bus you know, every day. We ride the same bus. So I wanna be able to um, like you still. Uh, so that means your mental health, your brain has to be operating in a, a at least on a positive wavelength, um, not perfect, but you know, on a wavelength that says, hey, um, this person's important to me and you know, I am getting better, I'm doing better for myself and uh, when I am maybe done with my therapy or when I feel better mentally well, I, I'm gonna come to you and let them do that. Um, and then lastly, this one's huge, let it go. Squashing is basically letting go. You know, let bygones be bygones. This is, you know, bye, it's gone. That's pretty much what that means. And just forgive, let it go. Uh, we don't have to hold grudges. We don't have to have resentment towards people. We don't have to walk around in a funky attitude, like I'm better than you and, you know, I'm smarter than you, or I, you know, I would never say that. I, I would never do something like that. If you ever say those words, you're lying to yourself because we are always capable of hurting somebody with our words, especially, um, or with our actions. Because once again, we are human and we make mistakes. So let it go so you can feel free inside and out and you can walk around happy. You can make friends with people. You can hold on to your relationships and not you know, be so, um, have all these huge high standards and expect people to meet all these standards that you, that you throw at them. Um, just let people be who they are and enjoy their company and let it go. Squash it and your inner beauty will shine from the inside out. That's all I have for you. Thanks so much for listening. Toodles.